Welcome to Permission to Prosper. I'm your host, Janine Mix. I was six figures in debt and now I'm a seven-figure entrepreneur and I didn't cut up my credit cards or give up my lattes to get there. In this podcast, I unleash the truth behind what it takes to start and grow a successful business and how to use that growth to build true wealth. From profitable business strategies, marketing tips, and breaking the money beliefs that are keeping us from playing big, I'll unveil the secrets and shifts to living a more abundant life. The path to generational wealth starts with you, one trailblazer at a time. There's a big difference between being rich and looking rich. And in today's episode, I'm gonna share with you the hard lesson I had to learn to know the difference. To start this episode, I have to go back, way back, to my glory days of living in the city of angels. I couldn't wait to graduate college and live a new and glorious life in Los Angeles. See, I grew up with nothing but dirt and Joshua trees and no neighbors. So LA was the life that I dreamt about living when I was a kid, right? The big buildings and fancy boutiques and movie sets and celebrity sightings. It was everything my wide-eyed, ambitious heart could ever dream of. But when I graduated college and moved to the big city, it wasn't quite the dream life I thought I was going to have. And the reality of real life in LA was very different. It's a time that honestly, when I look back on, I'm just filled with despair and loneliness and pain like... It was a time of real suffering for me. My time working in LA taught me a lot about money, okay? Status, luxury, real money, and fake money. I worked at a retail store on Beverly Drive Boulevard and I saw some of Hollywood's A-list celebrities on a weekly basis. Constant paparazzi, private shopping with celebrities like Paris Hilton. We would literally have to wipe down the windows because their faces were stuck to the glass after she was done shopping, okay? And we dressed some of the top entertainment artists of their time. You could imagine my broke, fame-seeking, wannabe actress was constantly yearning to look like that and have that kind of money and eat at those restaurants. I mean, I worked on Beverly Drive Boulevard and I couldn't even afford to eat lunch there. I wanted to drive those fancy cars, you name it. My eyes got huge when I would see another celebrity, I won't name her, reach into her Louis Vuitton bag and pull out her black Amex card only reserved for a few. You see, in those years, my eyes wanted for everything, but my wallet did not match. I'd be lying if I told you that I never fell into the trap of keeping up with the Joneses. Listen, I would go out with my girlfriends who all shopped at Urban Outfitters. Like back then, that's what I thought was the creme de la creme, okay? One of my friends even got her makeup at Nordstrom's. Like I was more of your CVS, Walmart kind of gal. And like, I thought you just put one thing on your face. But when we got to Nordstrom's, there was foundation, concealer, setting powders. I mean, it was so foreign to me. So I would walk into Nordstrom's with my friends and try on all these shoes I knew I could never afford. But the sad thing is, inevitably, I would leave with a pair, laughing and pretending that I didn't have a pit in my stomach as I walked out. And if you've worked in retail, you totally relate to this. Returns are not an option. Okay, I always felt bad returning an item, so I would just pick up an extra shift waitressing to pay off those Steve Madden boots I just couldn't live without. (laughs) My friends drove Audis, okay? I drove a Toyota. My friends didn't pay for rent and didn't come out of college with any debt. I was paying $900 for a dumpy studio apartment and $1,200 for my student loans by the time I was 20 years old. My friends also had rich parents. One time, one of my friends, I had just met her in college, we became besties, her mom got me a custom engraved Tiffany's necklace. 
Like with my initials on it in the cute little blue box. I mean, what world were these people living in? I never got a gift that nice before, ever. My friends had nice clothing, the best perfume, and never seemed to care or question about any of the money that they were spending. Let me share with you a little something about LA. Somehow in LA, you always end up at like some celebrity's house after hours or a private rooftop party or the VIP lounge of some new fancy club. It's really just kind of like the lifestyle. So when someone bought a round of drinks, at some point, you'd buy the next round to return the favor. I'd go up to the bar, get us a round of birthday cake shots, you know, crazy over here, and drown my worries in another drink. Do any of you guys do this thing where like you've had a few drinks, you go to the bathroom, you look at yourself in the mirror dead in the eyes and you're like, I'm not drunk. And however you say it is how you know how drunk you are. So I would do that, okay? And I would look at myself drunk in the bathroom and I would tell myself, it's gonna be okay, I'll find the money, just have fun and worry about it later. I remember this one time being in New York on my first paid work trip, feeling like a million bucks. Like they flew me out there, I got a raise. I felt on top of the world. This was my dream job. So I went out with some colleagues and bought six random strangers drinks. Like, was I a celebrity or something? Did I mention that the drinks were like $18 each? So there I was again, pretending like I had it all, but my reality couldn't be further from the truth. This time I would tell myself, you work hard, you deserve it girl, celebrate yourself. A few weeks later, I'd find out that the company that just sent me out here to open up this brand new store on this trip would be filing for bankruptcy. And they couldn't reimburse me for my entire week trip in New York City, and that it might be years in court, and I may or may not get the money from a judge. So that meant my hotels, my food, my travel. It was thousands of dollars of expenses that I had put on my personal credit card, and now I had to pay it back. No matter what the situation I found myself in, I just felt like I couldn't live up to the expectations of everyone around me. I felt like I had to look a certain way and dress a certain way and wear certain brands. One of my friends lived in the same building as me, and she got us into this insane exclusive club where she worked at. I was so excited and a little nervous, but I knocked on her door ready to go out. When she opened it, she looked me up and down and she said, are you going out looking like that? I immediately felt completely embarrassed. I had put on the nicest dress that I owned and paired it with a nice pair of heels. But to her, I looked like I was in my sister's hand-me-downs. She let me borrow one of her dresses, she curled my hair, did my makeup, and even painted my toes. Apparently, not having toenail polish was a big deal. I still get self-conscious if my toenails aren't done today. Like, isn't that crazy how our experiences shape our insecurities? So here I was, living in a city where people just seemed to have it all, and all I wanted was just to fit in. But listen to me closely. Fitting in and looking rich is a fool's game. You can't win, the game is rigged. All you are left with are the remains of last year's trends and a never ending desire for more. It's a thirst that never satisfies. No one cared that I bought them a drink and worked an extra whole day shift to pay for it. My friends didn't see me crying in the car when I got a parking ticket because I was the designated driver and they couldn't walk that far on their heels. They didn't see the worry on my face when we all ordered plates to share and split the tab which cost way more than the side salad I could afford. I sold myself to the desires of a world that was ungrateful, judgmental, and naive. I lost a lot of money trying to keep up with them all. But even worse, I lost my time. Time working towards what was actually important to me. Time to get myself back into a better financial situation. Time growing and learning. I spent so much time trying to fit in, I lost all reality with what I really wanted. So 
When I moved to Montana and no one cared what brands I was wearing or cared about the next big trend, I felt this huge weight off of my shoulders. I stopped caring what other people thought and I kept focused on my goals. I wanted the kind of financial freedom to travel and treat others and bless friends and that was gonna take being really honest with where I was, what I could afford, and what I was idolizing. And over the last 20 years of digging myself out of debt, a near bankruptcy, and all the financial highs and lows, I learned that the stuff that you think you need right now will keep you from realizing the things that you actually want later. It's a trap, and we use every excuse we can to justify the temporary joy that it gives us. I bought into those lies too. I thought I worked hard and I needed to treat myself. But what I was really saying was, I'm gonna buy this because it makes me feel less miserable than I actually am. I was overworked and I felt like I had nothing to show for it, so I bought myself something to prove myself that I'm worth something. How sad is that? I thought, I need to wear that denim brand because then I'll fit in and people will like me more. So I basically lowered my worth to a logo, some cotton, and blue dye. That's what I thought I was worth, like, wow. Don't get me wrong here. I am not trying to guilt anyone listening that might be feeling that exact thing right now. I'm trying to help you understand that I know exactly what you're feeling, and I wanna help you avoid the pitfalls and the never-ending trap of never enough. While it's nice to have nice things, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with wanting nice things, when those things are at the sacrifice of your financial independence and freedom, it is never worth it. I can tell you now that as a seven-figure entrepreneur, that some of those things that I desired back then faded away completely. You win when you have the option and it no longer matters. You get ahead when you focus on the true desires of your heart and spoil alert, those are almost never physical things. You never take anything big or small for granted when you know what it took to get there. The appreciation that I have today is something I pray never leaves me. It's something that I hope to help millions of women help find as they work towards their goals in life and reach new financial milestones. So if I could tell my 22-year-old self a few lessons, this is what it would be. One, stop valuing yourself on how you think other people will perceive you. The honest truth is that no one cares. And if they do, they aren't your people. I don't even remember the girl's name who painted my toes. Surround yourself with people who could care less what you're wearing and know your value is in more than the things that you have. Find the people who are working towards similar financial goals and that are gonna encourage you to think bigger and prioritize your dreams. And know this, okay? A temporary delay in gratification is not permanent. I'm gonna say that one again. A temporary delay in gratification, it's not permanent. Nothing's permanent. Your situation, your current financial position, your thoughts, your feelings, nothing is permanent. This shift in your mind will absolutely set you free. The last lesson I wanna pass on is if your outfit adds up to more money than you have in your bank account, you've got it backwards. Don't harm yourself with the lies of the world, which will tell you that you have to have X, Y, and Z to be successful or look successful. Change your focus. Don't let your broke mindset and desire for things get in the way of what you really want in life. Freedom doesn't have a label. You wanna buy that bag? Go out and build the thing that's gonna secure it first. You cannot reap the harvest before you sow the seed. These are the lessons I wish I didn't have to learn the hard way. I hope you enjoyed today's episode, and if you did, I'd love it if you could write a review or share this episode with a friend that needs to hear it. It's my goal to reach millions of women who want to create generational wealth, and it starts with you, one trailblazer at a time. Thank you so much, and tune in next week.